If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing. Adelaide Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, Tim Ma. Gettys. What a week it's been in video games. What I feel like week. today, this this game's daily is going to be jam-packed with stuff. Oh, yeah. We have things so that already happened, about. things that haven't happened yet, everything the, in between. The fact that it's already been such a jam-packed week of content. Jam-packed day of content. Jam-packed we already reacted to a Nintendo Direct. People can watch that on YouTube now. Yeah, it's so rare that Kind of Funny Games Daily is my second show of the day. Yeah. And so I've already been revved up. I'm already ready to go. I'm ready to talk about video games. Mm-hmm. But Tim, how have you been this week? It's been a while. I've been real good. I was down in Los Angeles, California. Oh, a city of angels. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Oh. And I can't talk about it now, but I can talk about it tomorrow. Yes. At 8 a.m. Pacific. Yes. On PlayStation. I love you. That's not what you're That's not. I think. I don't know if we legally can distinct. call it. Yeah. Legally, you know we're legally I mean? distinct enough. Yeah. PS yeah. love you. XOXO. I've got that show prepped. I got Ooh. questions for you. Ooh. I'm so excited to talk to you about Spider-Man. But of course. All of y'all want we'll to wait until tomorrow for that conversation. For now, Tim, there's a lot of conversation to have because today's stories include a new Nintendo Direct, a new state of play, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kinda Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad-ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you, like we're saying, Tim, mm-hmm. it's a very big day. We just got done with the Nintendo Direct that people can check out right now over on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames because... We got a PS Love You because we have a reactions to a state of play later mm-hmm. because there's even more things that are happening. No post show today. Yeah. We're ending KFGD at the regular one hour mark and then we're moving on to recording other things. So don't expect that at the end of the episode. But, but you can't expect a fun stream. But you can't expect a fun stream, which is. You know what it is? I don't know what it is. All right, no. cool. Yeah, well, you know, Mike and in. the boys are going to be streaming. It's yeah, what they do. Playing, Mike and the boys are going to be streaming. They're going to play that game Gazzlers? Oh, they're about to gazzle. They're about to gazzle. They're gazzling all over the place. See, I did know oh, they're going to play Gazzlers. I didn't know if we were allowed to say that they're Oh, we're, they're gazzling. They're, they're gazzling. Wait, why wouldn't we be? Like, I feel like they're ready so to close. get gazzling. I don't know how embargoes work. Sometimes people keep things secretive. And <laughs> when Tim doesn't say it, I'm like, can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> if he's not saying it, I'm not going to say it. No. Your boy Tim's a little sleepy. A little tie tie. I mean, it has been a long day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We had, exactly. to, we had to wake up at 6 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I actually mm-hmm. woke up at 6 so I could take a shower for it. But of course, like I said, Nintendo Direct Reactions up. It's me. It's Tim. It's both of us at home, which always gives such a unique and like good energy yeah. <laughs> to these Nintendo Directs. Yeah. There's something about you get me and Bless together in the morning, and there's like a, I don't want to call it a magic. But there's definitely a funk to it. Oh, yeah. There's an, there's an energy there for sure. When you make me wake up at 6 a.m., there's no holds barred. I'm going to say anything I want. 
And let you me said tell you, a lot. I do that. I said a lot of things. You're a fucking nerd. Everybody <laughs> no. needs to watch it just to see how much of a fucking nerd this guy it is. It was the fact that, like, oh man, is this Iodin Chronicles? And then the thing pops up Iodin Chronicles. And I'm like, I'm a, why do I, why the fuck why? do I have this knowledge? Yeah. Why do I know as soon as a Keichi Okabe song comes up, <laughs> it's Keichi Okabe? And as soon as I see a character, I'm like, that's Vanillaware. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck do I know these things? I don't know, Blast. I'm broken. out of you. Uh, over on Patreon, of course, the content doesn't stop. We got a new episode of Remember Blank uh, where we remember Mortal Kombat. Very good episode. That is me. That is Mike. And that's Roger Vicorni. That's your PS2 kid right there. Uh, we also got a new kind of feudy up, and it's our season finale. And it's a must-watch episode. Was it infuriating for multiple of on the episode? Yes. Ooh, I love that. It's a rare Snowbike Mike appearance, which is why. So you want to check that out again over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Speaking of Patreon, thank you to our Patreon producers, Brave Athos, Jedi Master Deadpool, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A Baker's Dozen! Starting with our number one, we got a Nintendo Direct recap for you again it happened 7 a.m this morning pdt that specific daylight, daylight time. time yeah i always get that mixed up well, are we in pdt or are we in pst might have had a few email slip ups based on that in the past you yeah. know what i mean it's, I it's it, rough dude. out there it's it rough is. out there uh i'm gonna recap the whole show for you and me and tim are gonna talk about it so let's start off with splatoon 3 dlc which nintendo started off with it's called side order it's coming spring 2024 and it's a little roguelite mode they didn't yeah. say the word roguelite but if you watch that trailer, it's a roguelite. Yeah, they know what like they're doing. You can do it over and over. Yeah, this right, cool. game is this mode is meant to be played over and over again. It's like I know what that means. Mm -hmm. That means there's randomization. That means I'm gonna die, and I'm not gonna be able to retain that progress. And I'm very excited about it. Cool trailer. Like, very this, cool trailer. This, you know, Splatoon. It, the, it's always there. It'll yep. always be there. But it's like, are we gonna get something that makes absolutely no sense to us, or something that makes no sense, but we go, huh? Yeah. And I feel we went like, huh? Yeah. Today. Like it made no sense, and I was like, huh? I might check that out. Yeah. I might. And when I say might. There's a 20% chance I might check that out. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a possibility. It's Splatoon time for Blessing. Uh, we got Mario versus Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kong game, game we've all been waiting for. That's coming February 16th, 2024. Uh, we got Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, another trailer. As a reminder, that game is coming out January 18th. Horizon Chase 2 is out later today. Uh, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle, which looks really cool. Uh, that's a party game that's rhythm-based. That is coming out November 14th. We got Spy Anya. A nice little spy family game where you're playing as Anya. That is coming out next year. Uh, me and Barrett went crazy for that one. We got you really did. I like. <laughs> I felt that in my soul. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I didn't know I wanted this, but now I want this. I'm gonna play the hell out of this game. I fucking love Anya. That's one of my favorite characters. I'm happy for you. That dog. What's his name? Boyo. I had Bar Barrett knew his name. I didn't. I didn't know the dog's I like name. His vibe. Yeah. He looks cool. The dog has a good vibe. We got soon the the dog in one of the episodes saves Anya. That's how they become friends. Oh, sure. Anya reads minds. Mm. Yeah, the dog can speak, I think, through his mind because she can read the dog's mind. Wild Thornberry's rules. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Do they have mind reading in Wild Thornberry's? I don't know. She can talk to animals. That's her whole thing. Yeah, I think that counts as mind reading, right? Sure. Okay, I, I guess that lines up. I guess that lines up. Bondo. Bondo. Uh, Super Mario RPG got another trailer, a more extended trailer. Uh, another code. Fun feature that uh, we saw is that you can uh, switch the music between the original Super Nintendo music and the new modern versions, which uh is very very cool very cool uh another code two memories was announced that is coming out january 19th princess peach showtime got a title uh that is and coming march 22nd delightful that game looks very fun very very fun 
Uh, we got Saga Emerald Beyond coming 2024. Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered. That's coming February 14th. Detective Pikachu returns on October 6th. Uh, 6th. Uh, Trombone Champ is coming to Switch later today. Battle Crush got a trailer. War Tales got a trailer. Contra Operation Galuga got a trailer. Galuga. Galuga. It's a reimagining of Contra. Uh, Unicorn Overload. Uh, sorry, Overlord got a trailer. It's coming March 8th. That's the Vanillaware game. And it's it looks a, incredible. And it looks really good. Looks really good. And, and I, I never got confirmation that Okabe is doing the soundtrack, but I must imagine that he's doing the soundtrack and it sounds incredible. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD got a trailer. That's coming summer 2024. Nintendo Museum <laughs> got a thing. Uh, well, real quick, the Luigi's Mansion thing. Two interesting things there. One, that seems to be the latest date that we have for a Nintendo game right now. Yeah. Summer 2024. Summer 2024, which uh, makes sense. And also uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD dropping the Dark Moon subtitle. Go into the number instead because it was just Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on, yeah. on 3DS. Yeah, it was too too fucked up of a title for the kids. They're yeah. like the kids don't want to go to too a dark spooky. moon. <laughs> you know, you know what's up there? I mean, ghosts up there. Uh, Zelda and Ganondorf are getting amiibos. Noah and Mio from Xenoblade are getting amiibos. Sora is getting an amiibo. And seeing all of the Smash amiibos, there are now amiibos for every single Smash character. And when you see the picture of them all together, what Sakurai pulled off is nothing short of miraculous, historic, incredible, <laughs> historic is yeah. a great way to put it, man. Uh, F099 got an announcement. That is the F0 Battle Royale. I can't yep. believe I'm saying those words out uh -huh. loud. Would, would you think that in 2017, when we first got the release of PUBG, that somehow <laughs> this would snowball into an F0 Battle Royale? No chance in hell. And not really even like a new F0. A shot. An old F0. Like the Super Nintendo F0 being turned into a Battle Royale. It looks awesome. I mean, I don't know how much staying power this has, but I don't know how much that matters because they delete these things after a short amount of time anyway. Yeah, that's so. true. Uh, um, but yeah, that's coming out cool. later today on Nintendo Switch Online. Bandletail got a trailer for 2024. Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story. Fucking nerds. <laughs> These nerds out here playing League of Legends. Uh, that got a trailer. WarriorWare Movie got a trailer. That's coming out November 3rd. Ayuden Chronicles 100 Heroes got a trailer. That's coming out April 23rd. Jared Petty, I know, is, is like, he's doing a backspin right now. He's fucking breakdancing out of happiness for this thing. Uh, Eastward, Octopia is coming this holiday. Wargroove 2 got a trailer. Dave the Diver is coming to Switch. Mario Kart 8. Uh, the final wave of DLC got a trailer featuring Diddy and Funky and Pauline and Peachette. How's Peachette going to try and sneak in there? Yeah, <laughs> well, like there, man. Someone's happy about anyway, that. Anyway, who's happy about Peachette? I don't know, but you lost your shit for Diddy. <laughs> I did lose my shit for Diddy. I love Diddy. Because Diddy's not been in one of these racing games. So like, oh, ex while, well, yeah. except for Diddy Kong Racing. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I lost my shit, honestly. Because I'm a big Diddy Kong Racing fan. Wasn't Diddy in, in Mario Kart Wii? Was he? He might yeah, have been. I don't so. remember. <laughs> I don't, that was a fever dream for me. But the fact that I get to be behind the wheel is Diddy once again. Yeah. Good for us. We won. We won. <laughs> and also, yeah, the Peachette fans out there won. I don't think Peachette existed before this. Somebody say he's in Double Dash. That makes sense. Mm, you're right. That makes a lot of sense, yeah, actually. Little yeah. Kong cart. A little, little Kong cart going on. Uh, Among Us got a trailer and a new map called The Fungal. That's coming October 2023. And then they closed out with Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Yes, they did. Getting the Metroid Prime remastered treatment. And my golly, it my looks goodness. good. Dude, Thousand Year Door. This is what we wanted forever. Just give us the best one, but better. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Nintendo. You did the damn thing. Also, more than ever, I'm like, oh, we're getting Melee at some point. We're, we're not gonna, getting we're, Melee. We're getting Melee. We're not getting like Melee. This. We're going to gonna happen so where do we start here because there's a lot to break down i think overall thoughts for the direct yes start, let's start. start there i really like this direct yeah i thought this direct was fantastic it is definitely i am definitely looking at this through the scope of i'm seeing 2024 as the final year of the switch right like i, I think that might that might skew my expectations of what i expect to get out of a nintendo direct but like 
looking at that and thinking that that's a reasonable way to look at 2024, I think this is a great way to close out the Switch. This feels like if this is the end times, this is the best end times we could ask for. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that contextually, this is a fantastic Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Great showcase of games, a ton of stuff that I'm personally looking forward to, a ton of stuff that I know others are looking forward to. I always love when they, they reach back into their past and pull out the things that we actually are looking for, right? It's not, oh, we're make, remaking the, the second iteration in this franchise. It's, no, no, give us the one that we want. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, or not the not second iteration, second favorite of the franchise. We're getting Mario RPG and Paper, Paper Mario, Mario Thousand, Thousand Year Door. Door. Unbelievable. That Princess Peach game looks awesome. Yeah. Like, not just, oh, kind of cool. I thought it'd be like more of like a Kirby type experience where it's like a, or a Yoshi game that's yeah. like, Oh, it's a it's a 2D platformer, but even a little bit more kitty than the the core Mario games. Like it's just like a an easy like, I feel like, like a watered down. Let's get the B team on this. Let's get the C that team type on of this, thing, right? But it doesn't seem to be that at all. It seems to be a a very creative, charming, almost Luigi's Mansion puzzle room type um, experience, and it looks awesome. This looks really, really, really cool. Yeah. And yeah, is it like you know blow the doors down the fucking coolest thing i've ever seen no but for this to be in what is probably the switch's swan song year i think that we're getting a lot more going on like specifically in terms of consistent cadence of releases mm -hmm. um that like man this is we got a nice lineup and all of that surrounding mario wonder which is a huge 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 deal so yep. yeah i'm really impressed and more than that i love where we're at because what we're seeing shows that the switch 2 is coming soon and the fact that we're not getting new games from a lot of the teams we're looking forward to oh, yeah. means we're getting them on the next system. And to me, that's even more exciting than getting them in at the last second here on the Switch. The Switch has lived a good life. Yeah. Let it rest. I think this is a great way to support the Switch this far into the Switch's life cycle, where it is, let's release some experimental new games in the idea of, um, I keep wanting to call it Untitled Pre Pe uh, Princess Peach game now, <laughs> Princess Peach Showtime. Let's release something that's experimental. Let's let's release something that, you know, kind of gives a different side of, of what a Mario game can be. But also, like, something that I think creates a bit more hype and excitement around the character of Princess Peach, right? Like Princess Peach, of course, classic Mario character. There's an I, I, um, iconography there, I guess, that, like, exists with that character. But the fact that you're giving her her own game, that isn't... Was it Super Princess Peach, the one that people hated because, like... People didn't hate it. Okay. It just wasn't that great. That was kind of a, a, a spiritual successor to Mario 2. Okay, I, but it, it wasn't great. It I, wasn't great maybe I'll, I, I must have listened to a podcast one time or whatever. It was like why problematic she, in some ways. Yeah, yeah, the fact that like her powers were like emo, emo, like powers based on emotion. And, yeah, like, these things where it's like um, you could treat this character better. Hundred percent. I look at this trailer and I'm like, this feels like a great way to treat this character yep. that doesn't, uh, I guess, doesn't um, build off of like the damseliness of it, right? 100%, like, yeah. Princess Peach, I think as a character that isn't just meant to be sage, but a character that can actually be a character and have these cool roles and get into like even more action-y type combat than you even see out of the Mario games. I think that's a smart way to treat it. I think that's also coming off of the Super Mario movie where Princess was that kind of, or where Peach was that kind of character as well. I think that's such a great way to go about it. And yeah, like I'm, I'm excited for this thing. Yeah. Like I'm excited for this the same way I was excited for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. You brought that up when we were uh, reacting to it. That you're like, oh, this could be next year's Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And I, I definitely agree with you. I feel like mm -hmm. I, I don't expect that that'll be the case. But seeing this trailer, I feel like there's nothing they could have done that would have uh, sold me harder. Like I, I was like, if it was just a uh, Princess Peach 2D platformer game, I would probably play it. I don't think I'd beat it. You know, yeah. looking at this, I'm like, oh. I'm probably going to beat this game. Like, this looks like there's something special there, that Nintendo magic that we love so much. So 
good for them but i think between new games uh reboots and like the proper type of remasters and fun weird surprises like f099 like yeah. sure it's the monkey paw situation of like it's we're getting an f0 and it's this mm -hmm. i get it's not like the dream the goal but also it's pretty damn cool like yeah. it, it looks awesome and i like how unique it is and you know we were talking about this earlier but the the 99 series or, or whatever you want to call it like going from uh, Tetris to Super Mario Brothers to Pac-Man to F-Zero. Like, I like that Nintendo's having fun with this. Like, and it, yeah. it looks like they're really trying to take the core of like, it, this looks like it stemmed from someone having an idea that's good as opposed to like, well, what else can we apply it to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone was like, I want to make an F-Zero and this is how it's going to work. And then you see it and you're like, oh yeah, that works. Yeah, and I think it's also a smart way to gauge interest in F-Zero as well. Like if everybody's playing this thing, if everybody's falling in love with it, I think that's a good temperature check for Hey, maybe we do remaster F Zero for the GameCube, right? Maybe we do put some resources into creating a new F Zero if there is hype around it like this. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about Mario versus Donkey Kong? Oh, we didn't even talk much about that. Honestly, I'm I'm really excited for it. Like, I uh, didn't really play. I think I rented the first one on Game Boy Advance like once, uh, but I never really played through it. But it is essentially a spiritual successor to Donkey Kong '94 on the mm -hmm. Game Boy, which I love. Um, and I, I love the look of it. I feel like it, it is that kind of sterile Mario look that um, I'm a little over, over these yeah. days. Um, but I think that there's something about like the very screen-based puzzles that they have going on that I'm like, this looks like a Kevin game for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I can see him getting lost in it. Um, but I am way more uh, interested in it, seeing it than I was hearing, oh, it's probably gonna be Mario Donkey Kong. Now again, Monkey Paw situation. Is this the Donkey Kong related project I wanted to see? No, but... I just love but like now it like, feels like that's going to be the next switch. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. It? Like, that's a really cool thing. If we can get year one of the next con and this is me doing the thing where I'm going to overhype it. And it's going to not live up to that. But if year one of the next console for Nintendo is, Hey, here's a big, here's a new Donkey Kong game, right? Like the actual 2d Donkey Kong that you want. And also like maybe a Zelda remaster or maybe a new Mario, like new three Mario game, right? Like if we're able to hold these things in and like really create a good first couple of years of the next Nintendo console, I think that's a smart way to do it. Absolutely. Kevin, I saw you pop in for a sec. Do you have something to say? I do not. <laughs> Wait, did you, just say, did you just say I do not? So he said, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I want to bring it right in here from KDG, who writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, uh, I wasn't the person that originally posted this, but I threw together the prediction results for, for the Nintendo Direct in case they didn't. Of course, yesterday on the show, it was me and Andy. Uh, me and Andy went through back and forth, did our predictions. Uh, it was Co-op 64 that gave us the prediction prompts of will it or won't it happen? Uh, and I have it opened uh, here. Uh, Kevin has it pulled up if you're a video watcher. Uh, going through it, right? We start the we started off with F Zero. Andy said it won't happen. I said it will happen. F Zero did happen. Metroid Prime Two Remastered. Uh, Andy said it won't happen. I said it will happen. It didn't happen. Mario Kart Eight Final DLC. Both of us said it will happen. It did happen. Uh, Zelda Wind Waker slash Twilight Princess ports. Both of us said it will happen. It didn't happen. Uh, Princess Peach New Game. Both of us said it won't happen. It did happen. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Andy said it will happen. I said it won't happen. It didn't happen. DK64 coming to online. Andy said it will. I said it won't. It didn't. Uh, a new DK game. Both of us said it will happen. It did happen. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> Andy said it won't happen. I said it will happen just because I wanted to be spicy. Yeah. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Boo. Uh, and then Metroid Prime 4. Both of us said it wouldn't happen. And it didn't happen. With the final score of me, I got six points. Andy got five points. So Andy owes me a pizza. Fuck yeah. 
Get fucked, Aaron. Yeah, I, know, I know what I'm eating for lunch. Yeah, let's Eat go. Them, I'm going to order some deep dish, too. Hell yeah. Dish it up. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Pioro, the, the Twitter leaker, the leaker that we talked about last week. And again, it's it's in, in the culture that we're in and the way that video games are talked about, there's there's speculation, there's hype, there's just straight up made up bullshit, and there's clout chasing. There's a lot of things going on. But every once in a while, somebody comes along with reliable info time and time again, and it builds a, a cadence of belief where we look at this and when they say, oh, there's going to be, when they start riddling, yeah. The Riddler coup is another one of them, but like when there's the riddles that, oh, they're talking about F-Zero, you can expect an F-Zero, right? And they were right here about F-Zero, about Donkey Kong, and more sure, than that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. But, no. I mean, they were right about F-Zero, but it was just the riddle they made. It was a bullshit riddle. No, it was a great riddle. It was, what, what was it? The what's Mad your, Labs or whatever Yeah, what's your favorite Mad Lab function? F-Zero. Come on, sure. bro. I, I could make... I could figure out a way to get Peach to be my answer to that question. It was so know. open. I don't think that that's how that works. No, no, no. But uh, I, I eat a Peach when I'm when I'm coding. You know what I mean? Oh, man, that's, that's my favorite the, thing to do. No. You're gonna get Princess Peach at this thing. Well, you did. But we did get Princess yeah. Peach. Fuck. The peach is on your face now. Uh, but yeah, they they got that right, and then they they dug, dug even deeper into it too with more riddle stuff where like. By the end of it, going in, we knew it was going to be a Mario vs. Donkey Kong game, and we knew it was yeah. going to be an F-099. Like, and they were right. They got that shit. So um, it's kind of my favorite type of thing where it's like there's a, a legit leaker out there, and then there's also surprises like Thousand Year Door. I didn't see that teased at all, and that's yeah. very cool that it uh, showed up. So we'll see how long they're reliable because they always turn. There's always, there's a always a turn, something yeah. happens, and it's like, oh, now you're just making shit Listen, up. Listen, they'll never be Bill Bill Coon, all right? Yeah. Bill Bill Coon is my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Bill yeah. never gets it wrong. <laughs> that's the only person I trust. Bill Bill Coon and uh, the NVIDIA leak, just in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, always right. Those are Bibles. Uh, we got one more question here from Spoom McKay, who writes in and says, with yet another Nintendo Direct coming and going, with no announcement of ports for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, you have to assume they are saving both of them for the Switch 2. And we have heard that they have been testing 4K 60fps versions of Breath of the Wild on Switch 2. It seems like just a port for the Switch 2 for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess will be a waste of the new hardware. Could it be they are taking their time with them and will see full remastered versions for the Switch 2? No. Uh, I, I feel like they already are fully remastered. Like, I feel like with the, the type of games that they are and the fidelity that we're talking about, I don't think that there'd be much of a difference uh, between this and on the Switch 2. I'm talking out of my ass here because we don't know what this all is going to look like yet, but I still firmly believe that the Switch 2 and Switch are going to be more compatible than uh, we, we would normally see. And Nintendo has done that in the past with, like, the Wii playing GameCube games, going as far as even having GameCube controller ports on it. Like, mm. Nintendo designed that, understood the importance of all of that. So I feel like they're going to continue that, and they're, they're not going to want to give up on the install base and ecosystem they have built and kind of so successfully um, like, supported over the last couple of years with the Switch. So I, I could... I still think that we're going to get Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on the Switch, and I think it'll be on the Switch. I think mm -hmm. that there's probably going to be a way that if you play the same cartridge or downloaded version on the Switch 2, that it'll be enhanced yeah. and that you can change the resolution. Some Wind Waker so. DLSS, Wind Waker 4K. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think just you, applying the tech, using the tech, but not necessarily changing. That's more hardware than it is like um, yeah. the they're having to be specific uh, remastered port or whatever the hell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I feel at this point it's most likely because I've there's been all the rumors that uh, the cartridge is going to be different. Even if the cartridge is different, it doesn't need to be necessarily a thousand percent backwards compatible. It could be digitally it's backwards compatible. Yeah, compatible. You know, um, which I think will be 
I think that there's no chance that that's not the case. Well, but also we'll see, the, the the Game Boy Advance cartridges were different, but they still accepted Game Boy cartridges. Yeah. So it could be that, that there is some difference, but it's not exactly. Yeah. I just this is Nintendo. They're just weird. They are weird. Like I, I mean, I, it'd be shocking if there wasn't a level of backwards compatibility on the next console. But also, if there wasn't, it'd line up <laughs> with just who Nintendo is, right? The fact that it's like, well, this is what we do. This is what our fans expect. Yeah, I just and feel we like, make more money this way. I, I resell like you all these games. The, that's just not their mo anymore. Like, I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a a different style of Nintendo. They're doing it in a different way. Thousand Year Door and things like that, being and Metroid Prime being straight up remastered. Like, it's probably gonna be forty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Um, so like they're they're definitely still doing that, but they're not nickel and diming on the eShop type stuff of like, hey, we're re-releasing Earthbound again, and you have mm -hmm. to buy it again. And if they do, it's part of the Switch Online. I feel like them building that, they're not gonna get they're not gonna that. ditch Switch yeah. Online. For that. I agree with that. Yeah, so I think I all the like Switch Online continue. titles are gonna continue for sure. All right, let's switch gears from Nintendo to PlayStation. Story number two: State of Play returns today. This comes directly from the PlayStation blog. Hello everyone, I'm Sean Benson, part of the global third-party relations team here at PlayStation, and I'm excited to announce a new State of Play broadcast streaming tomorrow, September 14th, at 2pm Pacific Time. Tomorrow's broadcast will focus on updates to previously announced games coming to PlayStation consoles, from indie and PSVR 2 highlights, to major upcoming titles from our third-party partners. Our latest show has something for everyone. Uh, that was, of course, of course, posted yesterday. Uh, this morning, they tweeted out, uh, State of Play returns today with a look at indies, upcoming releases, and a new slice of Helldivers 2 gameplay. Very exciting. Helldivers 2. Now, uh, yeah, want to see more Helldivers 2? That, that should be fun. Yeah. Indie games, always cool. We'll see. Maybe there's like some updates on ones we've been looking for. Otherwise, just some, some new fun announcements. Yeah. Uh, PSVR 2. We'll see how many they actually show and what that looks like. But major upcoming titles from third-party partners. Major. Big word to be thrown around there. You know what else is a big word? What? <laughs> Stellar Blade. <laughs> Stellar Blade? Those are two small words. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. they're kind of a big word. Stellar you... feels big. It's, it's like medium. Yeah. But, like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Time? I mean, it has to be a time, right? Like, Helldivers 2, it also, I think, kind of fits on that. It's a weird thing of what do they consider third party the fact that they say third party partners mm -hmm. that, that doesn't mean like helldivers 2 the studio that's making that game is a third party partner helldivers 2 is a first party game right but they're a third party partner mm -hmm. same with the stellar blade thing stellar blade first party game being developed by a third party partner yeah so like both of that these would make sense for sure. fit the bill so like in stellar blade again slated for 2023 is that going to happen does it get delayed probably but does I mean, it show up here place to show that off, i think right? this would be a great place to show the game off and even delay it you know what I mean? And, yeah, like, and if they're going to, or like, hey, early 2024, here you go. And I don't even think that'd be a bad decision. I was gonna say at this point, early 2024, great, great window. Smart move. Great yeah. window for Stellar Blade. So looking at that though, major upcoming titles from third-party partners. Mm -hmm. Let's run through the options. Capcom, Monster Hunter World, two. Oh. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like that. Yeah. That seems crazy, but like that's an option. It, that game needs to be announced somewhere yeah we do have tgs and again eggs on my face peaches on his eggs on mine yep uh where kojima you were so convinced that there was going to be some type of tgs actual showcase thing and i was like there's not and mm -hmm. there's gonna be yep so we're gonna get announcements and uh we're probably gonna get kojima um and potentially monster hunter world 2 there mm -hmm. uh would make a lot of sense but it could make sense here as well it could make sense here, right? Like, Capcom has a pretty good relationship with PlayStation. We've seen plenty of Capcom games originally announced at PlayStation. Not even just showcases, state of plays. Last year, we got RE4. It was RE4? Yeah, RE4 and Street Fighter both announced yep. at that PlayStation state of play. 
I think it, it could line up and make sense for us to get a Monster Hunter World here too. Um, because yeah, if we're not going to get another RE, we're not going to get uh, another Street Fighter. Like maybe no. like some DLC update. Well, what was the one they had at Xbox, which like probably would mean that we're not going to get it here. But there was that weird action strategy ish game that I can yeah. never remember the title of. Ah uh, yeah. But there was that game. Maybe that makes another appearance here. Mm. Moving on from Capcom, there's I mean Ubisoft. I doubt it, but like big games, Assassin's Creed Mirage, we've seen it a million times. Yeah. But like there's something about I'll take another Prince of Persia t- uh, trailer. Yeah, hell yeah, especially on PS5. Fuck it. Just I'll copy and paste it. the one from the Nintendo Direct. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll watch Ooh. it again. Scoopball says uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I don't think so, but like maybe mm. that feels further out. That does feel further out. But what know. I'll throw in there uh, is, is it Rise of the Ronin, the game from uh, Koei Tecmo? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is supposed to come out next year, and that was, a, that was one that was revealed at this slated state of play last year is where yeah. we got the reveal of that. So I think we could get a checkup on that. Tekken 8, I think we can get a, yep. another checkup on, right? That like, that sense. game is around the corner. It would make sense to re-promote that. We're probably going to get a Spider-Man 2 trailer. Probably. Maybe get a Spider-Man 2 trailer. I don't know. The weird thing is, like, we know when the embargo for the previews are. So mm-hmm. do you release a trailer today and then have the previous come out tomorrow, or do you wait till tomorrow and do a trailer there? Yeah, like, I, that's interesting. I, I don't know. Or but, do you even have a trailer? I don't know. Um, I mean, I imagine we're going to get a trailer. Yeah. Right? And then what else is there? Previews usually align with something. Yeah. Um, Somebody said Ember Labs. Like we need to get oh, my Ember God. Lab. I would love that. Yeah. Like, I feel, I, I keep thinking about that. I was thinking about uh, Kana recently, and I'm just like, I want their next game. Because like Kana was like such such a good three out of five, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, man, I see. I I put it at like a four out of five. I mean, I I, I feel like I might too, but like yeah. somewhere between a really good three out of five and a four out of five, and I think because it is unique and how beautiful it is, like I'd give it four to be that team's first game. I think yeah. there's a lot of special there. Uh, but I feel like their next game could be like actually the next incredible. thing could be special, right? Um, I think now that you put out your first thing, you've honed in, you know what this process is like of making making a game. You see what things make Kana special, and you can double down on those elements. Yeah. I'm very yeah. I'm also very excited. Be, I would lose my shit for that. Um, people talking about Final Fantasy VII remake. I mean, at some point we're gonna have to to get that. Yeah, I mean that game's coming out. You know, early next year. And state of plays tend to be the Final Fantasy VII yeah. remake projects. Like, uh, like either. Plays. Although they did just have their uh, rebirths like trailer at a uh, Summer Game Fest. Or yeah, that's what it was. Oh yeah, at an opening night live. Yeah. No, no, no. Summer Game Fest. Wait, was it that long ago? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It, yeah. And, oh yeah, it no, ended something. Remember Fest. the whole uh, like <laughs> you decided Final Fantasy is like use the Uber code. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh god, I love Jeff. Um, the thing, yeah, the thing with Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII is that I think there are like there's a number of places that game could show up because like they announced yes, that at just a random Square Enix Final Fantasy stream. I mean, it wasn't random. It was the Final Fantasy VII anniversary event. That's random. That's random right. to me. <laughs> well, I mean. But I like, guess it that makes sense. The least random. That is like you expect to see stuff there. Then we well, like got an announced, I don't think we expected Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, though. I mean, we, we expected we, like we, Crisis Core. Fingers Core. crossed. Oh. Actually, I don't know if we expected Crisis Yeah, we did not. I think we expected like just some random Final Fantasy VII shit. But basically uh, what I'm saying delivered. is that we could see it at State of Play. We could see it at mm-hmm. Game Awards. They could do another Final Fantasy-specific stream, show it yeah. there. Like, it, there's a number it of could places. Be, and the only place it won't be is an Xbox show. You know what I mean? God damn. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. That sucks for y'all. That's crazy. But y'all have Starfield to have fun. Yeah. Um, Tim, we're over here. We're throwing predictions back and forth. I'm gonna bring, I want to bring in a ride-in from Co-op64, who's the person that wrote in yesterday. Ooh, love the this. Will They Won't Days. Co-op64 writes in again today with another Will They Won't They. They write in and say, good morning, Bless and Tim. 
With the announcement of a state of play, I am back with my favorite game of will they or won't they be there. Here's a list of 10 games. Will they or won't they show up tonight? Tim, first of all, I want to give a shout out again to KDG, who's the one that tabulated the score from yesterday. KDG, I'm going to need you to do it again today. <laughs> all right, keep me and Tim honest. Tim, are you trying to put a pizza on this? No. No? Oh, fuck it, yeah. You want pizza? Yeah! Yeah, yeah, pizza man. That way, if Woo! I if I lose, I can just transfer Andy's pizza to exactly. Tim. Yeah, make yeah. it work that way. All right, let's start off. Co-op sixty four starts with Stellar Blade. One thousand percent yes. Yes, it's gonna be there. I say yes. Uh, FF seven Rebirth. Oh my god, I'm so torn, dude. I'm gonna say no. I'm also gonna say no. I feel like FF seven Rebirth. It's that weird thing of state of play and like what you expect to what how big is too big for a state of play? I mean, FF7, Final Fantasy's not. Literally. But like, but like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, though. Literally, though, that Final Fantasy VII remake projects have been in state of plays. Wait, have they? Yeah. When it was first reintroduced, it was a state of play. Hmm. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm yeah, I'm starting to remember. I'm still gonna say no. Yeah, I'm saying no. Monster Hunter World. Fuck it. I think yes. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm putting faith in TGS. <laughs> yeah, I mean TGS. I I I think it's either sense, here. Though. It's here or TGS. But the fact that they're saying major upcoming third party partner, blah blah blah, Monster Hunter. I'm getting I'm gonna get spicy. Just be spicy. I'm gonna say no. I think there's a chance that we see here, but I'm gonna say no. Uh, Death Stranding. Ooh. But James has been editing something. He has. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, but, I mean he did. <sighs> He did post that picture that, that just said TGS, which could mean anything. Yeah. Could mean, hey, I'm going to be here, sign an autograph. I'm leaning to TGS for... So I'm also, I'm also going to say no for Death Stranding. Silent Hill 2. You know, I'm going to say yeah. Really? Yeah. Why not? I'm going to say no. Spider-Man 2. I mean, fuck it. Why not? Like, Spider-Man 2, will it be... What, what? I think it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to say yeah. There's going to be like some like another story trailer or a launch trailer. It's a quick little thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see Spider-Man. Like something, we're going to get a Spider-Man thing at some point in the next couple of days. I don't know where is the thing. I'm going to say yes because it will make sense. Exactly. I, I'm with you. Wolverine. No. No. It's too close to Spider-Man. Little Devil Inside. Oof. Oof. Why not? Oh, man. I'm saying yeah. If you're saying yes, I'm going to say no to be spicy. Okay, cool. I can see it either way. It's that thing of that game closed out a state of play, right? It was the main event of a state of play and then just went, yeah. disappeared. And they're talking about indie games. So They are talking about indie games. Uh, Concord. Nah. We're not talking about the multiplayer stuff. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't think they're going to. I'm also going to say no. And then any unannounced first party game. Ooh. Any unannounced. I'm going to say no. No. I think you saved those for a PlayStation showcase. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. Our predictions are filed. Any last thing before we move on about the state of play? I'm excited for it. I, I love days where we're getting multiple showcases and announcements, and I feel like having a direct and having the direct be that good and following up with the state of play. I think that both the direct and state of play today, we're going in with like the right level of expectations of like, Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff that could happen, but like, there's nothing riding on. If this isn't there, it's going to suck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, cool, more hell divers, awesome. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm here for I'm here for a good time. I'm here to like, I'm not I'm not expecting big heavy hitters. I'm not expecting anything that's going to like blow my socks off. I'm just expecting updates. 
I, I'm expecting another trailer for Stellar Blade and for Greg Miller to be like, oh, well, what was this thing in? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and be like, oh, it's that game. It's that game that looks like Nier, but also like kind of has its own. It was it's made in, I think, China. <laughs> like, it's, it's a cool looking game. And Greg's like, all right. All right, man. Nerd. But see, you say we don't expect much, but we just went through 10 pretty big titles and we're kind of, we're That's true. about them. We're like, oh yeah, that could be there. So, hey, we'll see. Couple hours away. We'll see. Oh man, we didn't even talk about VR. Somebody said Among Us VR. That would make sense. Mm. Yeah, you're going to see Among Us VR, I bet. Yeah. Maybe finally we see Half-Life Alex. We're never going to see Half-Life Alex. Give up the hope. Uh, Tim? Maybe we'll finally get Astro Bot Rescue Mission. Stop it, hoping. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to get it. Remember there was the trademark sign filed for them. That's my final prediction. They, they, filed, they filed that trademark because they're going to put out a plushie or something. Well, and I'll buy it. Flush me up. Uh, <laughs> Tim, before we move on to story number three, I want to let people out there know about patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can go you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors this episode is brought to you by rocket money rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions it monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills all in one place and it has surprised multiple people uh at kind of funny multiple of my friends at how many subscriptions they have that they forgot about and are still paying for it's so easy to cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button rocket money it does all the work for you rocket money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps lower your bills all in one place. Stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. This episode's brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. You can get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code KINDAFUNNY to sign up new customers can bet just five dollars and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sportsbook with code kind of funny the crown is yours if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 1-877-8-HOPENY or text hopeny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling you can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort ks 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario ctkng.co slash football for eligibility bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with story number three. Star Wars Jedi series director Stig Asmussen. Asmussen? Do you know how to pronounce his last name? I'm definitely going to butcher this. No. Asmussen is leaving Respawn. This is wow. Chris Scolian at Video Games Chronicle. Wild, right? Stig, the director of uh, both Star Wars Jedi games, is leaving developer Respawn Entertainment. As reported by Bloomberg, Stig is leaving Respawn and its parent company EA with his next destination currently unknown. Quote, after careful thought and consideration, Stig has decided to leave Respawn to pursue other adventures, uh, and we wish him the best of luck, an EA spokesperson told Bloomberg in a statement. Quote, veteran Respawn leaders will be stepping up to guide the team as they continue their work on Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Just last week, EA CEO Andrew Wilson teased unannounced projects currently in development at Respawn, uh, calling the studio one of the most incredible acquisitions ever done in the industry. Their name, that's that's some high what a phrase, fucking statement which that I wanna, is so accurate. I would say I want to come back to that statement because like he, he that's probably true, right? Oh yeah. Uh, they're an incredible team, and they've uh, created incredible value for us, for our shareholders, and certainly for the uh, these global communities of players across Apex and the Jedi series. Wilson said, and you should imagine that there's some other things going on at Respawn that we're very excited about. That we're not going to talk about, but that we're very excited about, just given the quality of that group. End quote. So yeah, coming back to one of the most incredible acquisitions ever done in the industry, that might be facts. This is, I think that's oh, yeah. been facts, right? I mean, like, absolutely. They come through, and we talk about how hated EA mm -hmm. has been for like the longest time. Forever. Whether that's warranted, unwarranted, that's up to the eyes of the beholder. I think Respawn maybe single-handedly has turned that around as far as like, oh shit, you now have a single-player franchise that we are looking forward to entry for entry. And and you have a multiplayer and a franchise. multiplayer hit like a multiplayer success in this battle royale space which is like one of the most competitive spaces to get into as a big company right everybody wanted a, like wanted a piece of that after fortnite everybody and PUBG. a piece of that everybody still wants a piece of that the fact that respawn was able to give you both jedi and then also apex that is a crown jewel of a publisher right there it's it's absolutely wild man i feel like when you look at it like everything you just said is so true but even taking it further than that showing that they can take an ip and really make the most of it with star wars yeah. but then also take their own ip and make a spin-off of a titanfall game and turn it into apex legends and have it print money yeah like there's talent there that really has a, a firm grasp of understanding on what type of games to make and that not every game needs to be made or can be made the exact same way and uh the studio is extremely talented and they've they've shown time after time now they're a freaking hit parade like they know what they're doing to the point that if we see the respawn logo it doesn't matter what's coming after it. yeah we're excited yeah one thousand percent and yeah like i mean now i feel like the, e the ea we have now is different from the ea we have we had like let's say six seven years ago right where now i'm like oh yeah an ea game obviously could mean sports it could mean battlefield it could mean whatever it also could mean not only just jedi it could mean it takes two right it mm -hmm. could mean one of those ea original games it could mean a dead space remake right and i feel like a lot of that was built off of respawn proving that like hey no we can put out a jedi uh, fallen order game and have this single player thing be a success and be enticing and ea going oh yeah let's make more of these like let's support these a bit more so let's talk about stig though yeah wow you know like i this is always one of those hard things to talk about because on one hand it's like congratulations 
You know what I mean? Like this is probably a, an awesome earned thing, whatever he's doing next, or if he's just done and chilling, right? Like you've earned your rest. But then there was the other side that I'm like, oh, I'm bummed. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I want another Jedi game and I want him at the, the helm of it. Like the results speak for themselves. Like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, kind of funniest game of the year that year. Like we loved that game. We loved Survivor uh, in a year crowded with amazing video games. Like I can't believe that Jedi Survivor is quote unquote as low on my list this year because of how amazing that game is. There's just so much around it that is so good as well. Mm -hmm. um, they got the secret sauce there and um, I, I'm selfishly pretty bummed about this yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm right there with you and i think you know we don't know much about the behind the scenes of was this i mean the fact that ea is giving a statement you would assume amicable right but like we don't really know what's going on there you would hope that though in the transition out it is let me make sure i train people up to be able to take the take this over in lead roles let me make sure that people understand what makes these games good and equip them with the tools they need to be able to make another jedi game that it's just as good as the last one you put out and so even in the, in the statement from ea where they talk about how veteran respawn leaders will be stepping up to guide the team as they continue their work on star wars should i survivor i hope that's true in the way that it sounds right yeah. i hope it isn't just a Hey, I'm out. Like, I, you guys aren't giving me a raise. I'm gone. And then, like, it's like, oh man, well, we got to figure out how we're gonna do this. Again, like, we don't know. Um, we don't. You would hope though that it's more of an amicable thing. My gut tells me, and this is totally just pulling out of my my ass. Yeah. That he is going to go to PlayStation again. Oh. And okay. The problem with that is going from being the top of a studio there's no place necessarily for him to be top of a studio unless they make a new studio yeah oh and i i feel like again pulling this out of my ass but that's what my money's on i mean that's what we see studio. happen all the time usually it's with it's like more of an indie sense right yeah. i'm gonna start my own triple a studio called that's no sun <laughs> and like yeah exactly, is you doing whatever exactly. but like I, I don't think it'll be one of those situations with with stig so you don't think so no i i think it'll be a, a bit more of a you've proven you got the stuff let's yeah let's do this I mean, I hope if it is, I, I, I would be so down for a, a new studio. Like, I think that'd be a, such a go, good way to go about it. Because as you mentioned, right, like, he's leading, he was leading Respawn mm -hmm. to end up being, and like, this is going to sound more, I guess, aggressive than what I mean it, right? But like, to be a cog in the machine, as opposed to being like the top of it and being able to like make those decisions and lead, yeah. it feels like you have less impact. And I want to see, I want to see Stig have impact. There is the other side of that, though, where after having to lead for that long, I can see somebody like Yeah, him, be like, I want to be a dog. Like, I just want to be creative. I just want to make my game. I don't want to have to deal with these factors. These big There's always decisions. other things to deal with. But, like, again, I have no insider info on this, and I could be completely off. But, like, that to me, he seems in a very unique position that I don't think I could say that about pretty much anybody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, you led two successful Star Wars. And a God War three. That and that that puts you in a place where it's like, yo, who who wants to give me money to do what I want to do and make a success for you? And so, very excited and curious to see what Stig does next. Mm -hmm. Story number four, of course, we got more Unity conversation. Unity acknowledges confusion and frustration among developers, but won't walk back install fee plan. This is Cat Bailey at IGN. Before I even get into it, Tim, are you caught up with this whole scenario? Fortunately, I am. Yes. All right, cool. What a disaster. A whole disaster, of course. We were just tuning in if you missed the last couple of KOTDs. Unity, the video game engine, they are now going to start charging on January 1st based on downloads for developers, right? So if you're a studio or a developer that is making a game in Unity and somebody downloads your game after January 1st, you're probably going to owe a certain amount of money. Depends on how much downloads you have, but like it's somewhere around 20 cents per download. 
that you're paying back to Unity, which is fucking wild. Because I did the math in my head as I was like putting together this story. And it's like, yo, that means we have 100,000 downloads. 20K. <laughs> That's $20,000 you now owe to Unity. Mm -hmm. That's insane. You know what game uses Unity? What's that? All of them. All of them, yeah. So Pokemon many Go. indie games. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go! Genshin Impact. The Genshin Do you know how many downloads what? Genshin Impact the has? Impact? <laughs> That's literally, though, wild. Like Insanity. So much money. So let's get into this article. Uh, game developers are still furious about Unity's planned install fees, but the platform holder is holding fast to its new policy, arguing that, uh, quote, 90% of Unity customers will not be affected by this change. Uh, acknowledging the confusion and frustration stemming from the proposed runtime fees, Unity sought to clarify questions about how the company defines and counts installs. One of the major sticking points around the new policy, uh, or sorry, one of the major sticking points around the new policy. Unity has previously said that it will charge 20 cents per install for any game with more than 200,000 installs, raising questions about multiple installs, Game Pass, and other issues. Unity claims it will count only net new installs on any device starting January 1st. It also says developers won't pay fees on reinstallations, fraudulent installs through botnets and other tricks, trial versions, uh, web and streaming games, and charity-related installs. Unity also updated its official blog with more details. Unity's clarifications didn't seem to placate users. The post currently sits at close to 1,000 comments to just 239 likes. Quote, this fee has still no upper bound. We are penalized for users installing the game on as many devices as they want, and no piracy slash fraudulent checks uh, are slash nor can be put in place, leaving it to the developer to figure it out, the official account behind GenoKids argued. Uh, other developers urged Unity to fully walk back the plan, which has been cr heavily criticized for, heap uh, for heaping unplanned expenses on smaller games. Uh, on top of that, I got a, another statement. We've been doing a lot of statements yeah. as reactions to oh, this story. Yeah. Uh, today, I'm pulling one from Megacrit, the developers of Slay the Spire, who put out this statement. The Megacrit team has been hard at work these past two plus years on a new game. But unlike with Slay the Spire, the engine we have been developing in it or developing it in is Unity. The retrospective pricing structure of runtime fees is not only harmful uh, in a myriad of ways to developers, especially indies, it is also a violation of trust. We believe Unity is fully aware of this, seeing as, seeing as they have gone so far as to remove their TOS from GitHub. Despite the immense amount of time and effort our team has already poured into development on our new title, we will be migrating to a new engine unless the changes are completely reverted and terms of service protections are put in place. We have never- Stop here. Mm -hmm. The way that this is presented, it's the classic like statement thing with the bold color in the back, the, yep. the font, whatever. There's a whole bunch of paragraphs up until where you read. And then in all bold, one all line bold, says... This final line that says, we have never made a public statement before. That is how badly you fucked up. <laughs> damn. God damn. Damn. And look, we've seen a whole bunch of these the last couple of days. Like, uh, people are very upset with this, which makes so much sense. Um, this is untenable for so many developers out there. And especially it being a, uh, a decision that's made that they were not warned about. Like, they're, these games are being... Like, this systems being invested in for so long that it is going to be extremely costly to now even have migrate to over migrate somewhere else and all of that. So no matter what way you shake it, it's like this is costing so many teams, big and small, a ton of yeah. money and stress and Ima resources. Imagine being a couple years into, a into developing your game, right? Let's say you're two years into developing your game and like the full development life cycle is going to be four years. And two years in, you get hit up and somebody's like, hey, just so you know, because of a new thing we're adding, 
you're gonna lose out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, we're, you're gonna make hundreds of thousand dollars less on this thing. And it's like, well, I could have just used Unreal <laughs> if yeah. I knew that that was gonna happen, right? And what sucks too is it's not even lose out on potentially. It costs you. Yeah, you, you might know? owe this money. Yeah, so it's like that. That can get. I mean, not can get. That will get messy real fast. And you know, we were talking earlier about the Pokemon Go's and Genshin impacts of the world. Like, those things are gonna cruise past these numbers yeah. so quickly. And that's no matter how you shake it, especially when you look at like those games that are already debatably, if not entirely uh, predatory when it comes to like getting people hooked and having to, to pay a whole bunch of things. Are those prices going to go down? Mm-hmm. Is it going to become more consumer friendly? No, yeah. they're going to have to find a way to make up for all that. Like it's that. And oh. the, the multiple installs thing as well too, right? Like, cause the, the, that feels like a walk back of, oh yeah, people are, we're only going to count the first install. That's all we're going to count. The fact that when I request a game code to him, right? And like, I know this is a me specific thing, right? But like, if I get a PC game, guess what? I'm downloading it on my work computer. I'm then downloading it on my Steam Deck. I'm then downloading it yeah. on my home computer. Mm-hmm. That's 60 cents yeah. for one man. That's one just man. me costing a developer 60 cents right there. Yeah. Imagine the amount of people that are downloading things on multiple devices, yeah. right? Let alone, oh, do we got to stream it for work? Let me download it on the four <laughs> streaming computers yeah. in the streaming lab. Totally. <laughs> and I think uh, another thing that like, some of these uh, developers are, are hinting at here, but like, and they're saying that they might have ways around this, but like, there is the potential of like review bombing, but install bombing yeah right like targeted fucking with developers that is not good to be able to at all incentivize or even allow (laughs) it's insanity and i I think we have to see this get overturned in some way or like or like retracted in some way i don't know if it's going to be a middle ground thing i don't know if there even is a middle ground because i think just inherently the idea of charging per install sucks and you get that like okay well this is a game pass problem this is a ps plus problem we're trying to account for these things but Ugh, like this is a bad way to account for it. This is an icky way to do it. So be better, Unity. Story number five, Hades 2 early access has been, has been pushed to 2024. This comes directly from Supergiant's blog. Back when we first revealed Hades 2 at the Game Awards in 2022, we said to expect more information on our plans for early access sometime in 2023. It's time we shed some light on those plans. Early access starts next year. We can now confirm we're planning for Hades 2 to launch in early access in Q2 2024 on Steam and the Epic Game Store. We'll have more details on the exact date, pricing, and system requirements closer to that time. Exciting. Hell yes. Is, wanna, uh, you want to keep reading there? or, or uh, We there's, can stop there. there. There's a lot, but uh, um, I, I do want to read a little bit here. Oh, go where for it. it, says, go for it. Um, you may be wondering why we can't launch an early access like right now. The game looked pretty far along in the trailer. The reason is Hades 2 will have at least as much content from day one in early access as the original game did back when it launched in early access on Steam. And even though early access inherently means the game's not yet complete, we still want to do everything we can to make sure Hades 2 is worth your while as soon as you can play it in any capacity. All this is exciting. I yep. feel like uh, Q2 2024, that's awesome. Yep. Like that, Great window. A, a good place to be. Uh, my question to you mm-hmm. is, and to the, the audience, did any of us or any of y'all play Hades in early access? I did not know. So, because I, I played it. I know once, Greg did. Once it actually came out. I, I know we like dabbled with it. I think we did a Let's Play or something. But like, what did that look like? Like, it's, I find it a little weird that the type of game Hades is has an early access program built into it at all. Yeah. Um, because it just doesn't make sense to me. Can someone explain like what, why? Like, I, why would a Hades 2 need to have early access? Is it just they just chose who they, they want to? Or is it like, is there some reason there? I mean, that's a really good question, right? Like, the, the way that I've always just assumed it is, is tweaking, balancing of, like, 
values for all the roguelite elements of like oh yeah this thing is gonna be plus two damage on this thing and it's mm -hmm. like we got to get all that shit right and it's easier to manage that if we're getting feedback from a bunch of players that probably bug fixes and like all that regular stuff that you get out of doing like a beta or whatever that is but yeah early access has always been a thing that's fascinated me i'm usually i i usually don't hop into early access yeah. stuff unless it's one of those things where i think fortnite was early access for the longest time or some shit right like there are certain games where it's like okay this is the full release like let's just, let's not kid ourselves this is the full release. I, I, yeah I, that's that's kind of where i'm at and like what I'm just gonna be interested in how Hades 2 is talked about. It's a sequel yeah. to a very successful that, game. That is the other thing where, yeah, you're coming off of Hades, which was very successful, very popular, right? I think that coming out in early access can kind of fly under the radar in early access until you have that full release. Now everybody's playing it. Hades 2, there's hype for it, right? Like there's a level of, oh, we all played Hades 1. We all can't wait for Hades 2. Are we all gonna play the Hades 2 early access in that case? Like, or do we see the similar kind of all right, Hades 2 Early Access is kind of low-key, and then Hades 2 Official Release is where It'll we get that sequel push. It is, a, it is a weird thing. I'm very excited, though. Also very excited. Final news story, story number six. EA reportedly end, is ending support for Wild Hearts seven months after launch. This is Mike Straw at Insider Gaming. EA is reportedly ending support for Wild Hearts just seven months after the game's launch. The report comes via a post in both the game's official Discord and on its subreddit from a moderator. Quote, what you think has happened to the game has unfortunately happened, the moderator said. Quote, in typical EA news, it seems like they did not want to sit on the game and give it the time and expected it to most likely be the next Monster Hunter. Seems like it didn't turn into the multi-million dollar big hit they wanted and don't want to give it the, the love to grow, end quote. While servers are likely to stay online, players shouldn't expect any sort of additional content, updates, or fixes moving forward. There's expected to be an official announcement made, according to the moderator. The Monster, Hunter, the, the Monster Hunting game launched in February and has received generally favorable reviews from, on Metacritic. Insider Gaming has reached out to both EA and developer Omega Force for comment on this report. Absolutely wild. We liked this game. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with Absolutely this game. Absolutely wild heart. But also... About a month later, I don't think anybody was talking about it. No. Yeah, I mean, it's another one bites the dust, right? Yeah. It's just the, the story over and over and over. And this is EA. We were just, like, praising them on the respawn side of, like, they had their win with Apex Legends. You look at the PlayStation slate that they're talking about here, doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on these type of games. We'll yep. see how this goes. Is that, it's the bummer thing for me with EA Originals, too, where you, we've seen the heights We've seen the It Takes Twos and like mm -hmm. EA Originals come out with bangers. And then this year for EA Originals feels like it's been a bit more tempered, right? And Wild Hearts and Immortals of Avium didn't get bad reception. Wild Hearts, pretty good. But now it's like, okay, well, nobody's playing it. Immortals of Avium, oh, it's okay, right? It's like, it's come out, it's pretty fine. And it's like, I don't know any, I don't hear people talking about it. Granted, it came out in the worst place possible yeah. between Baldur's Gate 3, Armored Core 6, mm -hmm. and Starfield. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? It's hard, man. It's tough. Too many games. Too many games, and we got more games to come, Tim. But those games coming so far away. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to know what's coming out to Mom and Drop Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, we got Deceit 2 for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. Add infinitum for pc ps5 xbox series x monster hunter now for mobile oh yeah pathfinder gallo spire survivors for pc remedium for pc ak solotl that's ak solotl i imagine that's like an axolotl with an ak-47 okay that's it's, uh, uh kevin can we get a trailer for ak solotl that is ak dash z or um x o l o t l 
Uh, that's out today for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Switch. The Crew Motor Fest uh, for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Botan Kaitos 1 and 2 HD remaster for Switch. On a pale blue dot, Whoa. somewhere <laughs> in the observable <laughs> universe, lives the axolotl. All right. These aquatic salamanders live a free Salamander. and peaceful life. But they draw the line at stealing food. Someone oh, is no. about to he get got fire in his eyes. Up. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I was going to mute it right away, but then it started and I was like, oh, no, I know where they're going. Then this is good. This is great. Planet Earth style this, <laughs> intro. Nah, this looks like um, this looks great. This looks, yeah, this, well, this looks like a, a fun. What's the name of that game? The game with the baby that would shoot you with its tears. Binding of Isaac. It's like Binding of, oh, <laughs> Binding of yes, Isaac. Yes. <laughs> but like with an axolotl. I don't know shotgun. why that was such a weird way to explain that game. But yeah, that's exactly. That's what exactly. It is. That's 1000% yeah. what that game is. Hell yeah. You go axolotl. Uh, and then yeah, City of Beats is out today for Switch. And then Mortal Kombat 1 Premium Edition is out today for PC, PS5, Switch, Xbox Series X, and S. The Crew Motor Test yeah. is out today. Insane. Wow. I was looking forward to that game. Yeah. And then I got Mortal Kombat and Liza P and other games. <laughs> so many games. Too many games. Uh, new date for you, Warhammer. Pokemon DLC is out. I, I didn't even last that. night. You started? Yeah, I'm like two hours in. How are you liking it? That's cool. I haven't seen, <laughs> I haven't seen videos of it. Of people being like, the same bugs are here. And it's like oh, yeah. characters fucking wigging out and all oh, this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th there is one thing that they fixed, which is when you open up your boxes with all the Pokemon in it. Yeah. It doesn't take 10 minutes for them to pop in anymore. Now they're just there. So that's nice. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, Warhammer 40K Rogue Trader will release on December 7th for PC, Mac, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Uh, and then deal of the day for you. This comes from VGC. Out of line and the Forest Quartet will be free to claim from Epic Game Store from September 21st to the 28th. Uh, a quick squad up for you. Zen writes in and says, uh, I'm the hash slinging slasher of monsters, and I just want to work with other hunters. Uh, if you want to play some Monster Hunter now with Zen, you can add Zen with the code 74992671 That is 74992671 If you want to play with Zen, aka the hash slinging slasher of monsters. Oh, yeah. Tim, are you familiar with the hash slinging slasher? I'm not. Are you? Yeah. It's a SpongeBob reference. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good for you. Now it's time for counterfunny.com slash you're wrong. Where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Kebab says Peachette is Toadette after picking up her exclusive Super Crown item in the new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, turning her into a Toadette flavored Princess Peach. I remember this. Flavored. I remember this. Thank you for that. Um, flavored. You're wrong, Kebabs. Because as you, as you said it, I was like, yes, that rings a bell. Um, everybody's writing about Peachette. Let's see. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, again, it's Bond is the name of the dog. Bondo. 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 Uh, legend. Bondo. Somebody wrote in with an article called here the top 10 changes to Hades. That's probably like the early access changes that you saw. And then a missed new date. The free update 2.0 for Cyberpunk 2077 will come out on September 21st for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. You will. This is a few days before Phantom Liberty, which releases on September 26th. And that is from Radic. Thank you, Radic. Hell yeah. Also, Radic, if you're watching right now, you're looking damn good, my guy. You, you are. Yeah, I've been seeing seen Radic. Yeah. Uh, that's it for your on. Tomorrow's hosts are going to be me and Tim. Well, it's going to be Tim and me because Tim's going to be in this chair. I'll be in that, that chair. But we're going to be from home. Working from home. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll be at home. So doing a big little uh, studio 
tech update makeover. Yeah. Y'all been complaining about us going in, going into robot mode. We're trying to fix that. Trying shit. to fix it and a whole um, bunch of other shit. I don't. I don't know that it will fix that. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. We're not going to okay. fix that I mean, shit. Totally. I mean, we're trying. We don't even. We haven't even figured out how, why that's happening. There's a lot of pieces. I'll tell you why it's happening. It's because we are robots. <laughs> that's it. That's who. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Those really are aliens. I've been trying my. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Those really are aliens. All right. Let's not get back on that conversation. Good lord. <laughs> All right. Of course, this has been kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. No post show for you, uh, but hang out all day. You know, we're going to be doing some live reactions to that so PlayStation live. State of Play. We're going to be recording a Spider Man preview for you that'll mm -hmm. go up tomorrow. So get hype for some hype content. Till next time, I've been Blessing. That's been Tim. Game Daily. <laughs>